Podcast. Let's talk about the weather. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Oddcast. Let's talk about the weather. I have two guests today, and we want to talk about the Intersolar Trade Fair, which has taken place in Munich last week. Intersolar is uh, one of the major events, um, at least here in Europe. And I will ask my colleagues uh, what their impression were. How did they? What did they learn at Intersolar? And also how they liked the Bavarian beer over there. So today we have a pan-European setup of guests. Um, um, I am the host, Martin Mali from Poland, and I welcome now Marin Dimitrov from Bulgaria. Hello, Marin. Hi, Martin. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Bulgaria was right, right? Absolutely correct. I know that you're talking so many uh, Eastern European Uh, languages that I forgot which country you're originally from. Um, so thank you for joining today. We will talk about Eastern Europe, of course, um, but also about solar developments in general. And for the Western part of the continent, I invited François Laurent, which, as you can imagine from his name, is from France. Hello, François. Hello, good afternoon. Bonjour. So, François is the um, sales manager for Western Europe um, for uh, our meteorology and the solar energy business. And Marin Dimitrov is his counterpart, business development manager for Eastern Europe. It's great to have you both here on this call today. I would like to start with some impressions from, from InterSolar. You are back from Munich. Um, François, maybe we can start with you. Uh, Could you give a brief summary? How was your impression after two years of the pandemic and now back in the business? Yes, sure. So impression was really, really positive. Uh, so it was really nice to see so many customers back again. Um, we used to have, so uh, due to the pandemic, some, uh, let's say, many uh, meetings uh, on, on team or whatever by, by phone or, or tool like this and it's, it's really good to, to see people traveling again and visiting exhibition and to have face-to-face -face discussion so it's, it was really nice and a very very positive impression what was your um, main learning what did people ask what, what was a typical topic that you were talking about in this week so during this week in InterSolar I would say that most of the interest of our customers and uh, also people who do not know uh, our brand uh, before coming on the booth was really on the Dust IQ solid monitoring sensor, uh, which is really uh, always of high interest for our customers and not only interest, but also curiosity about how it is working and what is the benefit of this sensor. And of course, we had also uh, numerous questions about our Class A uh, SMP12 new pyranometer, class A pyranometer SMP12. Thank you for this, Francois. Um, I'm hearing that uh, we have some noise in the background, so I will mute you now and ask um, Marit about your overall impressions. Um, 
what did you learn at, at InterSolar and what are your main, the main experience that you came back with? Oh, my main impression is the surprise to see again so many people, so many visitors from so many countries and to have a live conversation with them and um, to show them the biggest advantage as we do as one company, we were able to show to our customers full monitoring solution coming from two different brands, which are in our meteorological division. And I saw a big interest, not only in our new pyranometer, but also in our full, fully equipped meteorological station, including dust AQ, including weather sensors, and including pyranometers. So it was quite nice to meet so many people and to speak with them and to have very nice conversations with really, really interesting applications behind not only classical solar plant applications, but also many other applications related to solar. So both of you mentioned the dust IQ. Um, for the listeners who don't know what this is, um, Marin, could you briefly summarize and explain what this sensor is about and what it is measuring? This is a unique sensor which is manufactured currently only by us and it can give you an information about how dirty your solar panels are. So there are two sensors which are estimating the dust on the solar panels and based on the evaluation of the measurement results you can decide if you can if you need to clean up the solar panels or if you need to leave them and do nothing. But uh, the STQ is part of our full monitoring of the solar plants. And the main reason behind is that we want to help the customers to make the production, the effectivity of the power plant higher. So when sand or dust or whatever is on the panels, they produce less energy, right? Exactly. This is the main cause of, of reduced exactly. um, output of a solar PV plant. And um, the dust IQ, as I've learned now, is a sensor to measure that performance loss. It is giving you an information about the soiling on the panels and you can make analysis about the performance. Francois, you've mentioned that a lot of people were asking questions about this device. So although it's not very new to the market, um, people are still um, having questions and identifying this as a potential addition to their equipment. Um, what would questions that people were asking that you would like to answer and you would like to share in this call too? Yeah, so, so we, we, we get, uh, let's say, different kind of questions regarding just IQ and one of them was related to the to how the measurement is done. So do we uh, provide a transmission loss? Do we provide a, a, a thick layer of the dust or, or sound? And uh, so the answer is that we, we provide a, a transmission loss, uh, which is directly related to the loss of performance of the solar panels, uh, which could help our customer to, to identify that they would need 
uh, to clean the solar panels, otherwise they would lose some efficiency and at the end of the day, some uh, some money. Uh, so this is the first question, and the the second question, which raised quite quite often, is how does it work in terms of technology? Uh, because mm-hmm. some of of our customers were quite uh, surprised that we could say that we could measure uh, the the soiling at any time with every weather conditions, and the reason is that we do not have to um, rely on a certain let's say, level of energy of certain level of light. Uh, we we are measuring in fact the the soiling uh, through a LED which is inside uh, the equipment inside the dust IQ, and we measure the light refraction. So that means that it's purely uh, internal measurement depending on the dust which is on the top of the, of the system. So that's why we, we are really a unique product which could work 24 hours uh, a, a day, whatever is the weather condition. And it is with no so, moving parts and it is fully maintenance free, which is uh, as well a very big advantage to our customers. So the only thing they need is uh, a connection for the small power consumption and the data. Yes, but it is very a system uh, or device which the integration is very easy. Uh, so it is really, I would say, plug and play more or less. When you talked about the complete weather station, the beginning, so I would assume that the Dust IQ is part of that. Um, what else would you include in such a station, and what? Questions were people having on this topic? So basically, there is a standard called EHS standard 61724, where uh, a lot of information is given. But mainly from this uh, standard, you can get an impression how much monitoring stations you need based on the size of the solar parks. And in general, we could recommend not only our pyranometers for this monitoring and our dust IQ, but also uh, we have universal weather stations for measurement of wind speed, wind direction, temperature, humidity, and also uh, a module for the background, for the temperature background of the panels. And together with the dust IQ, we can offer a full equipped monitoring of the solar parks. And as I mentioned already, there is a recommendation based on the size of the plant or the so-called plant capacity, how many monitoring extensions should be installed. So as I told you in the beginning, Martin, we have really a full solution for a monitoring of the solar plants. Recently, we published an article on our blog, on the Odd Hydromet blog, about different parameters and how they influence the solar energy output. So for everyone who is interested in that, I would recommend that article. Um, we talked about parameters like wind, temperature, and so on. on also, uh, of course, the panel temperature too. I mean, the electrical processes which are inside, they are affected by the temperature. and. With that dust IQ as a part of that, um, do you think that the awareness of soiling as an important factor has grown in the last years? What are your 
first Martin and, and then Francois? Well, it is a very specific question, Martin, because for the area for which I'm responsible, the dust is not a big problem. But in the south of Europe and in the Middle East, uh, there are always dust IQs required. I, sw I was able to speak with many customers from Israel which asked about the dust IQ. So, yes, from my point of view, we need to suggest the stq for the bigger parks worldwide so in areas that face a lot of rain you would say this is not as important as for desert areas yes yes correct because mm -hmm. the rain is also cleaning the panels and uh, if we don't have so much sand like we have in the middle east or in africa then we don't need to use it but As I mentioned, there are regions where the stake is more than needed. Francois, France stretches over from nearly Great Britain to the south of the Mediterranean with a lot of different areas. Um, what do you think, what role or which role plays, uh, which role does soiling play for France? So I, I do agree with with Marin that we don't have uh, all in, in every country. I mean the same need for 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 soiling measurement. Obviously, we don't have in France uh, a high demand like we could have in in Middle East, uh, but we still have some spots uh, in France where uh, dust IQ is really requested. Uh, I would give two examples. First example is when uh, solar plants are located close to quarries uh, or to industrial, let's say, areas uh, which could uh, generate uh, dust or, or, or sands or some, some things like this, which could really deposit on the, on the solar panel. And the second example is uh, close to agriculture, uh, because also due to the work of, of this, uh, let's say, field, uh, agriculture fields, uh, we have also a lot of sounds which could be in the air and then could be deposited on the, on the solar panel. So this is two good examples where our customers in France are really keen on uh, using Dust IQ. The dust IQ itself doesn't clean the module, but it gives you an impression or an idea when you have to clean it. So, um, Francois, what was your impression um, on panel cleaning? Was that a topic at InterSolar? And how does the dust IQ um, add to that? Uh, you're absolutely correct to say that the dust IQ does not clean. It it's, it's gives so the, the image of the of the dust which is on the solar panel, and the, the, this is due to the fact that it's it's really on the same level and same let's say inclination of the solar panel. So we have exactly the same conditions, and so the the, the soiling of the dust IQ is exactly the, the right image of the soiling on the, on the solar panels. Uh, this being said. Um, I'm a bit, uh, I don't know, I don't have a, a right answer to your question because we, we do not provide, let's say, cleaning system. And for my own, I did not get any question about the cleaning systems themselves. So I'm, I'm sorry, but I could not really help here. But Martin, you're right that there were so many people, even on our boat, 
which have asked this IQ can also clean the pen of sand. We had a live example of the device and we say, take a look how small the device is. That you're getting so much information from this unit, but no, this device cannot clean your panels. Uh, but there was in the trade fair, I think a full hole only with companies specialized on cleaning of plants. In any case, the DustIQ is an improvement in the technology which is needed for big soil plants where dust is the topic. So I, I'm, I see here soiling is really a big topic and a science for itself. Um, we will have a separate dedicated episode for, for soiling as a um, as a major trend, no, maybe not trend, but um, a phenomenon that needs to be investigated more and all, also taken care of. Um, now, I'm just conscious of the time and um, soiling is, of course, not the only thing that we were talking about at InterSolar. Uh, both of you mentioned that we had a new device at our booth, which is the SMP12, a Class A pyranometer. Uh, pyranometer, as you surely know, is a device to measure the solar radiation that comes from the sun to, to the earth. And this is already where my knowledge ends. And now I need you both guys to tell me what the SMP12 is about and what it brings to the market. Francois, do you want to start? Yes, sure. Uh, so the SMP12 so is a new class A pianometer, uh, which has a, a, a some uh, innovation regarding the, the common one which were used uh, in the past and are still used. And among this innovation, uh, we have a room edit, uh, which allow uh, the pianometer to be free of dew, free of uh, ice or free of snow. So that means that at any time, whatever are the weather conditions, uh, we have a clean dome to measure really uh, with high accuracy uh, the irradiance which are co coming to the earth and so coming to the solar panel. So this is one of the innovation. Uh, we have also a tilt sensor inside which give with an accurate uh, value of the inclination of the sensor which is very important when we want to have uh, the irradiation of the POA, so the plan of array, uh, and this is very important. So this, these are the two major points of the SMP12. And we have also some other, let's say, features which are quite new for pyranometer, uh, like a humidity sensor, which is inside, so we know what is the level of humidity and in order to avoid to have also uh, some potential dew inside the dome. Uh, we have surge protection, uh, which will even increase the lifetime of the sensors. So we have also another uh, interesting feature is that we have increased the accuracy of the sensors and also divided the response time by a factor of four. Uh, so that means that we really have a very, very fast response time on this sensor as well. So the reaction on, on the solar radiation that is coming in is quicker than for other pyranometers. Yes, for, 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 for big power plant, it, it's, it's quite important because we want to, when customer wants to follow in real, real time, uh, what is, uh, the performance of the, of the solar power plant, depending of also the, the clouds and, and, and whatever are the external conditions, uh, we have a very, very fast response with this sensor. 
So this is a long list of features, and I don't think we can elaborate on every um, single feature you've mentioned. But my question is, what are the features that people were really interested in in during InterSolar? What kind of feature were they asking for and what were they interested in? I would say for sure the number one is a tilt sensor uh, to, to have a confidence on the inclination of the sensor. Uh, and number two is a heated dome, uh, which will allow the customer and users uh, to have a clean uh, pyranometer without any maintenance. And due to the fact that you have no dew, uh, no frost, uh, so that means that you, you have no risk to have some contaminants on the dome itself. And this is really uh, a unique uh, point. So that the glass stays clear and transmits all the light that comes in. Correct. That's okay. This is absolutely the, yeah. the target we wanted to, to, to achieve. It's too early to say if it will be a standard in the future, but at least uh, it, it will be uh, certainly one of the most popular ones. Talking about the future, um, The Eastern European market is not known for solar PV energy. Um, it's a lot of, about coal still and about gas. Um, but there are some things changing now, also due to, to the war in the Ukraine, of course, which is maybe accelerating that trend. Um, what is your expectation, your estimation? How does the Eastern, Europe, uh, Eastern European market for solar PV is evolving? I saw so many countries or guests from so many countries from Eastern Europe this year on the trade fair as I was so surprised. So basically I counted more than 16 countries from Eastern Europe which were represented and visited only our booth. And uh, I have the strong feeling that now the Eastern European market started rapidly to grow because in Eastern, Southeastern Europe, there is a lot of sun and there is a lot of ununused fields with high potential. So I strongly believe... Which regions are you, which regions are you, are you talking about? I'm talking you, about you the whole those. Balkan area, Turkey, Israel, um, the whole post-Soviet countries, and but especially Poland and uh, the... And the Balkan area. I was surprised to see so many visitors from these countries. And when you compare it to what you learned from Francois and your other uh, colleagues, um, what questions do they ask? At what which stage is the Eastern European solar PV industry? Well, highly development stage, with companies building solar parks worldwide global working companies they have visited us as well and they of course know our solutions but uh, there are many many gigawatt projects open in the whole uh, eastern europe and will be realized in the next years so a lot to follow and to be curious about exactly um, i'm looking at the clock and we're already at the end of our time today um, I think both topics that we mainly covered will need a follow-up 
First is soiling itself, and then um, the Eastern European market, which is evolving so rapidly at the moment. Um, for our listeners who are interested more in the soiling topic itself, take a look at our blog and the website. We also have a webinar page where you can access through oddhydromet.com and there you find uh, information on soiling, on uh, the return on investment when you talk about the dust IQ and why you should consider using that sensor. So for now, thank you very much, Francois and Marin. It was a pleasure to host you and goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Let's talk about the weather.